And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. It doesn't matter what your profession is. We all have stuff that we would call from our day-to-day work the best stuff we've done over a certain period of time. You work with cars. You built a motor that's untouchable. You, you own a bakery. You made some mind-blowing cakes for a couple's 50th wedding anniversary. You have a graphic design company, created a top-end website for a friend's new restaurant. Whatever the business is, we all have best of moments, and that is what this week's podcast is all about. As we look back on the last few months of this podcast with a best of episode, you will hear highlights from nine recent guest interviews. In fact, you'll hear from a few musical guests in just a second. Coming up in about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, Run DMC's DMC recalls the story of his life-changing day of meeting Sarah McLaughlin. That is powered by our friends at Puff. Did you know you can get 20% off regularly priced cannabis accessories and apparel by using the code TODCAST in store and online at puff.ca? Use that code PUFF, PUFF, pass it around. TODCAST at puff.ca, 20% off. First, let's get into a few of our musical guests and highlights from their visits. As always, that's brought to you by Pineapple Sound, a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013. The bands I've talked to that have worked there have absolutely loved it. Dave and Tyler do great work. They're great guys. The studio is ridiculously dialed in. It's a thing of beauty, really. They also welcome podcasts, voiceover actors, and a lot more. Check them out through pineapplesound.com. Now, you heard Canadian soul blues artist A.V. on the podcast in early March. Uh, We booked her as a guest after her publicity company reached out with a link to A.V.'s new album called Everybody Matters. And to be quite honest, I wasn't expecting much. I wasn't expecting to be blown away. But I do listen to everything that crosses our path via email or direct messages on social media or whatever it is. And from song one through the end of this album from AV, I was blown away. She's one of those artists who you think like, how is this person not massively famous? And as we do, we got into it with AV. You heard about her COVID porch concerts. Very cool idea. Getting played on campus radio versus terrestrial radio, seeing U2 in concert came up, the shows that she was binge watching, how humanity is becoming too black and white and there's not enough grays. And we compared today's music industry versus that of the 70s and the big label support that bands and artists got back then. Like there's there's pros and cons to how it was in the, you know, the like 60s, 70s, 80s, like the, the big budget times for record labels to be spending yeah. ridiculous amounts on recording and promoting. Right, which doesn't happen very often though. Oh, not at all. No. And so the big difference was that then they, there was only one way to record an album, which was to go through them. They're right. like the average person did not have this super, super duper expensive studio that they could record in. And they were only owned by their major recording like that's I know, right? record labels they so record it so you you had way less people recording so you the average like there was just so much less content being pushed out there per year and per week and per day whereas like i think on spotify there's something like forty thousand songs a day that are up- uploaded 
At the end of March, you heard the Age of Electric, Took, and Minefield frontmen, the bassist of Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Todd Kearns was on the podcast, his fifth time as a guest in the over eight years we've been doing this. He's a longtime friend. We're happy to shine a small spotlight on what he's been up to. And as I told you, when he was a guest, he's one of the hardest working musicians around. All the bands that I just mentioned on top of the other bands that he's been over the years, like Go Time, Faster Pussycat, Sin City Sinners. He's in Bruce Kulik's band uh, for the Kiss Cruise. Todd has a podcast as well in a, on his YouTube channel. He has his own clothing line, the Dammit Anti-Star Designs. And let's not forget about his star on BC's Entertainment Walk of Fame. You can see it if you haven't seen it. It's right in front of the Roxy downtown Vancouver. Well, half the time, I, yeah, that, that kind of stuff, you feel really fraudulent about it half the time. You're kind of like, <laughs> oh, man. It's like, you, know, <laughs> you kind of feel like, well, I... Uh, you know, you, you feel very appreciative of, but there's sometimes you just kind of go, Oh man, I, I don't know if, you know, that, that is a really surreal thing to me. I mean, honestly, to this day, a friend of mine, uh, the band dragon force just played the Commodore and my friend goes, yeah, we played the Commodore. I go, dude, my star's just down the street. <laughs> and, I go, and he goes, what? And I, I was like, it's just a weird thing to kind of just bring up, but it is right. Yeah. I'm by the Roxy, you know, um, I don't know, actually. I think in a lot of ways, I think when it comes to Vancouver, I think things like Age of Electric and all that kind of stuff, I think they kind of, they treated it all as a sort of, you know, my whole career, I suppose, and everything that I'm, I've, I've been doing that sort of somehow warrants me being next to Brian Adams or Colin James or Sarah McLaughlin or whoever else. It's, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's greatly appreciated, but, um, you know, it's super surreal. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, my heart still always belongs in Vancouver. Every time I go back, that is, you know, as much as growing up in Saskatchewan, all those major years of my life were spent in Vancouver. Um, you know, to the point now where I'm, I'm sure you're not unlike me with my kids. And I go, this used to be that. And that used to be this, this was never here. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm that guy now, you know, it's like, um, so it, it feels, it feels amazing. But um, I know that, and I keep saying this to my wife and I think it's one of those interesting things that I kind of feel like I have the audacity to keep thinking like that. I think, I don't think the big thing has really happened yet. It's a weird thing to say at this point in my life, but I still feel like there's still more to do. And I think that's important. You know what I mean? I think it's important to feel that way. Cause after a while, I just kind of imagine, you know, you know, just going through the motions of it all, but like, and not really having much to say. So yeah. in a lot of ways, during the during the, the the lockdown it sort of had me writing a lot and, and working a lot with other people and it kind of really opened up another part of my brain of like you know what the whole reason we do this is to make music and to slash his credit too he's sort of like he very easily could just be like phoning it in and playing guitar and being like whatever but he's very driven to make new music and to to do new things and break new ground mm-hmm. he really has no reason to you know but he does it all the time i think that's the true sign of being in artist and dear rouge has been around since 2012 they're now 10 years as a band and just released their new album called spirit and if you follow the band you'll know that their start was winning the peaks performance project or battle of the bands essentially with a vancouver radio station in turn getting a healthy hundred and two thousand seven hundred bucks 
to help along their career. You can frequently hear them on Vancouver radio airwaves, deservedly so. There's a ton of accolades for this band along the way, including winning the Juno Award for Breakthrough Group of the Year in 2016. It's a really good conversation with the band. It's both Danielle and Drew. They jumped on a Zoom while they're freaking on vacation, of all things. We're talking about uh, how they grew up in Christian households, binge-watching Ozark and Severance. They both shared near-death stories. Danielle's is crazy. How they played the Grey Cup Festival. And more than anything, I love how candid that they were throughout the entire conversation. Most people, they opt out too early. And I think we, mm-hmm. we often sell ourselves short too early and we stop from dreaming and letting those things guide us because we have to be mature and we have to, we have to like sign into the like life thing of this is what happens now. And a lot of people have an artist in them that's like, don't stop trying. And they kind of shut that up a little bit because it's not real life or something. Adulthood kind of shuts us down. And from my experience, it's like when I was about to quit, I I just needed a friend, Drew McTaggart, uh, slash like man who like believed in me. But in general, that's like someone you love, like a mom, a dad, a brother, sister. That's like a friend. That's like you are good at what you do like why make it something in the back burner and the biggest thing at, with le- the- at least make it something that that you do constantly i hate that a lot of people say i used to be a guitar player but now i have to like pay the bills i'm like but why can't you still play guitar you can play guitar without making money and you can be in a band without making money and that's like why you do it and danny danny when we first met she said I want to quit music. And I'm like, then you didn't really love music. Are you just trying to get a job or you, do you love music? Do you write music? Is it a part of your being? Because to do music as a job is an, is an honor, you know, like all the, like, you know, Todd, like all the, all the entertainment industry, it's so fleeting and so transient and and, and you, and you get the opportunity, you're just grateful that you get that opportunity to be in the industry. And that's kind of where we're at. And we like to think that, you know, if all this went away, we would still be creating music because we love it. Mm -hmm. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com.
And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast. What was the last music video that you watched start to finish? If you grew up in the 80s, you were lucky to see some of the best music videos ever made. It really felt like bands were trying to outdo each other. Certainly, Michael Jackson's Thriller video set the bar. Didn't they spend like half a million dollars on that video? And at the time, 1983, that would be like spending $1.5 million now. It's crazy, right? Over a million bucks? on a music video, but then you started seeing other bands do the same thing. Duran Duran, Van Halen, Motley Crue, Twisted Sister, Run DMC, Aerosmith, Walk This Way, the video for that was a a classic. And when you start talking about influential rap bands, Run DMC needs to be at or near the top. They paved the way for so many in the genre. The first to have a gold album, the first to be nominated for a Grammy Award, the first to have a platinum album, the first to have a music video on MTV, the first to be on American Bandstand, the first on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, the only hip-hop act at Live Aid in 1985, truly juggernauts of the genre. And when Daryl McDaniel's DMC was a guest, we talked about comic books and the power of the Hulk. He shared his first concert experience, how radio stations in New York City in the late 60s, early 70s heavily influenced him and the band. Legalized marijuana came up. We talked about Straight Outta Compton and whether Run DMC would ever do a movie like that. He shared the shows that he was binge-watching at the time. And stop me if you've heard this before. DMC talked about the life-changing moment of meeting Sarah McLaughlin. The greatest thing that ever happened to me was meeting Sarah McLaughlin, because her music saved my life. I was an alcoholic, metaphysical, spiritual, suicidal wreck who was about to kill himself. And this was 1993, I heard Sarah McLaughlin's record, Angel. And when I heard that record, Angel, that was the only thing that would kept me from jumping off roofs. For one whole year, all I did was listen to Sarah McLachlan records. Um, I got the pleasure of meeting her by going to a party that I didn't want to go to because my manager was like, let's keep Daryl busy. As long as we keep him busy, he won't kill himself. So mm-hmm. my manager took me to Clive Davis' Grammy party, and um, I got to meet Sarah McLachlan. And then three years after that meeting, I got to um, record a song with her. And just her music, her as a person, you know, I told her, the name of the record is Angel, you sound like Angel, people say you're Angel to me, you're Angel, but you're not Angel to me, you're God, your your music saved my life. And she looked at me and she said, thank you for telling me that, Daryl, because that's what music is supposed to do. And since that meeting, that is one of the first, um, that is one of the most prolific statements that is ingrained in me as an artist. That's what music is supposed to do. It's not about being rich and famous. It's about being money. It's about touching and saving people's lives. Stop me if you've heard this before. On the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Puff, purveyors of quality cannabis accessories since 1995. Use promo code TODDCAST and get 20% off all regularly priced accessories and apparel in-store and online at puff.ca. You're listening to the best of episode of the Toddcast Podcast. Nude Vodka Soda powers the Toddcast Podcast. Sugar and sweetener free with just 100 calories and zero carbs per serving. Visit them online at nudebeverages.com. 
have one of the best voices in rock the band is minefield and a great song for those guys called alone together of course fronted by one of this week's best of musical guests mr todd kearns uh one of his many many projects as i said you you will not find a harder working musician and played you johnny rath and their song was called pixie dust and we're hoping to hear some uh, news out of their camp maybe about new music maybe a live show was just hanging out with matt uh from pride tiger um maybe a couple, three weeks back now, I guess, who's in a couple of cool projects now as well. Uh, Good Is Gone, who, which is a band we've played on the podcast, and a heavier band who just actually shared some stuff with me called Worse. And we were saying like how cool it was that the scene here in Vancouver is starting to open up again, starting to come alive, COVID regulations, and it's being lifted. There's no masks. There's no passports. It feels good. 
So who knows? Maybe you'll see something coming out of uh, Johnny Rath in their camp sooner than later. Coming up in just a few minutes on this podcast, in Listen to This, NASCAR driver Brian Obedensky remembers his first race and the crazy emotions, as you might expect, around a day like that. That is powered by our friends at Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. RV service and repair, ICBC accredited. You can find them on Facebook. They're also on Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. First, some highlights from recent sporting guests, all of whom are powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Toolies, tonneau covers, rooftop tents, camping chairs, step bars, floor liners, you name it. High quality aftermarket vehicle accessories. Say hi to them for us if you go by their shop or Say hi to them online as well. Facebook.com slash Chilliwack Capit. You'll best know pro wrestler Amber Nova from her time with Impact Wrestling, or maybe it was from the AEW or the WWE and NXT. She was a guest in early March, and we tackled, we tackled a lot of ground with her from the shows that she was binge-watching at the time to seeing Seether and Hinder live in concert, Petty, Springsteen both came up, so did comic books, family, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and her love of muscle cars and the person responsible for that obsession. Growing up, watching my dad with, you know, his 69 SS Nova, restoring 69 SS Chevelle, you know, restoring my, watching my dad always with these classic cars growing up when I was a kid. Um, that, you know, I love, I was a daddy's girl. I love the wrestling and I love the classic cars and yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, my brother used to work on a bunch of old cars like that. He had like a 67 Ford Fairlane. He had like a, a Malibu. He had a, he had a bunch of a Beaumont, which is basically like a Chevy Nova. You ever heard of a, a Beaumont? Yeah, I think from the side, if you look yeah. at the car from the side, they look identical to a Nova almost. And then the front end is different. So is the back end. Yeah. Uh, my brother had a 76 Malibu. That thing was like a boat bright blue and it was wide yeah, yeah that's crazy. high school and, and and like you know my brother just like tubbing them out and shit like doing 10 second quarter miles and like yeah just insane stuff so when did when did you get your car when did you get the nova let's see i think my first car i was 17 or 18 i got a four-door nova yeah. <laughs> uh 73 four-door nova it's the grandma sleeper engine. yeah and it was a little six-cylinder engine though Oh, yeah. um, then I sold that one and that's the, now I have the new Nova. I've had this one for four or five years. I've been working on selling the four door, getting the two door 350 or 30, or 30 over. It's, it's a real nice, beautiful orange. So that's my dream Nova. I finally yeah. got it. Very cool to have on Nick Sakavich as a guest in late March. He's the former commissioner for the NLL. He did that for like the last six years. He's now the chief business officer for the Arizona Coyotes in the NHL. Obviously, he has a ton of managerial experience in pro sports, but he also played pro soccer for six years. He was a goalkeeper, and he was involved in the startup of the MLS. Yeah, um, I played for almost seven years as a professional player. Um, Signed my first contract in France as a young 21-year-old and then played um, 
a season there and then went to Portugal and played a season there, came back to the U S I played one season of indoors in New York. Um, and then I finished my career in Tampa for the Tampa Bay Rowdies in 1990. So I guess, I guess it was probably eight years. Maybe I, I played on and off in the eighties. Soccer was a tough sport to make a living at. So we didn't play for the money. We played for the love of the game and, mm-hmm. um, then I retired at a young, pretty young age, um, 29 years old for a soccer goalkeeper is young. And then the opportunity to join Major League Soccer came along a few years years later, and I joined the league um, as part of a very small group of executives to start Major League Soccer. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. There's a few guys like, hey, we should probably start a league up. Yeah, well, it wasn't just a few guys. It was Robert Kraft and Phil Anschutz and John Kluge and Stu Sabotnik and some Lamar Hunt, the late Lamar Hunt in Kansas City. So they weren't just a few average guys. They were above average and in every way on and off the field. And right. then the group that put together with Alan Rothenberg as the founder of the league and Randy Bernstein and Kathy Carter and Ivan Gazidis and Sunil Gulati and myself was part of that group. We had some terrific other people that joined us and we launched the league in 96 as our first season. So wow. not even a soccer league in North America, that's for sure. <laughs> and longtime Vancouver sports radio personality who's now on TV with Donnie and Dolly. On Czech TV, Rick Dollywall was a guest in early April. Uh, you've heard Rick on Vancouver Airwaves here in Vancouver since 1995. This is when he started out in the city working at CKWX, if you remember that. We actually worked in the same building for about four or five years together. He was at CKNW, Mojo Sports Radio, when I was doing Fox's afternoon show. So we kind of see each other in the halls and lunchroom, whatever. I think we talked for just over half hour with Rick. Uh, we covered, a, you can cover a lot of topics in that time. From Elvis Presley to Will Smith and Mike Tyson books, gambling came up. So did seeing you 2 in concert. We talked about the NHL trade deadline and we got him to answer an impossible question. Who wins the Stanley Cup this year? Oh, duh. first of all, Colorado is unbelievable. We saw that even though the Canucks beat them. I mean, my goodness, it's so good, so quick, so fast, so skilled. They got two defensemen there, and one of them is an Abbotsford native who you should try and get on your show one day um, is Devon Taves. Um, he played 28 minutes, most of any player in that Canucks-Colorado game. Um, and him and Kale McCarr are one of the best pairs in the National Hockey League. And Devon Taves quickly, uh, Surrey Eagles, all right? Then he, you know, two, three years, Surrey Eagles, two, three years, uh, Quinnipiac University. And then he went two, three years in uh, American League. So just, you know, no one's got patience, Todd, in hockey. You, you, and I put my kids to it. And, and parents, it's the hardest thing to have patience. Everybody wants to be good today. But this Devon Taves kid, you know, BC Hockey League, uh, NCAA Hockey, then the American League. And now, if Canada went to the Olympics, I'm telling you, he would have been on the radar. He's that good. But look at the patience. It's just going about his business. And now he's playing 26, 27, 28 minutes a night for the best team in the National Hockey League. Uh, Florida, 
Carolina, Tampa Bay, the Eastern Conference is stacked. Todd, I don't know who the hell is coming out of the East. Uh, everybody seems to think Colorado is coming out of the West. Um, there are some teams that will give them trouble. I mean, um, it's just not going to be a cakewalk, I, I don't think, for Colorado. But look at the East. Oh, my goodness. Well, the top is stacked. It's stacked. And, and look at the first round. The first round of the Eastern Conference, Todd, is going to have four very good teams eliminated. Four very good teams that are going to be out in the first round. Right, which means the second round. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And the second round is going to be even better. Uh, the West, obviously, Colorado, uh, they're number one in the NHL. Uh, their home record is uh, – the Canucks beat them the other night. But they were 25-3-3 at home, 47-7-7 uh, and seven in the last two years at home. Um, and if – hey, home – in the playoffs, what matters? You, you got to have depth because the injuries are going to hit, okay? You want to have four good lines as, as a six-solid D, a good backup goalie, the depth. But uh, home record, home ice advantage. You fight hard for home ice advantage, Todd. And the Avalanche are just so awfully tough. And that's why the Canucks, five out of six points here this week in tough buildings in Colorado, well, Minnesota, Dallas. I mean, you got to give them credit. Got to yeah. give the credit. They keep that. There's no quit in this team under Bruce Woodrow. There's no quit. Toddcast sporting guest visits are powered by Cap at Chilliwack providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Online at facebook.com slash Chilliwack Capit. Judy was a troubled girl Was nothing personal, believe me She thought if I don't get a ticket for telling a I guess I can fly She only lives a crazy life Burning days, toxic paradise Spending money fast Cause it always comes back in her mind If there's a light at the end of the tunnel Just turn around Come back to life She won't give a second chance It's now or never been around She needs to go now She's thinking out loud Come back to life There's a light at the end of the tunnel Just turn around, come back to life If there's a light at the end of the tunnel
there's a light at the end of the tunnel Just turn around Come back to life If there's a bright light filling your eyes Come back to life 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 Or maybe you have just never stayed in a cabin on the ocean want to give ocean village resort a quick plug these guys are fantastic stayed there over the easter long weekend they've in fact been my family's go-to summer vacations since 2012 like clockwork we go every year stay like seven to ten days kind of thing i guess it's our 10 years geez i guess i should get them something <laughs> Uh, I just love it there. I love the laid back vibe. It, and it's not just because you're on vacation. Something about Tofino calls to me and it always has. You know, there's only two real estate decisions that I regret. One of them is going in with some buddies on a place in Arizona. This is remember when the US market was like tanking in Arizona, you could buy a place like 3,500 square foot home for 130, 140,000 bucks. The other, of course, is Tofino. Now I had a chance to go into a condo back in the mid to late 2000s. And this was around, I think it was like 330, maybe 350s kind of thing. Those same places today, I checked when I was there, they're going for over 800K. So instead, me and my family, Jess and the boys, James and Levi, we make Ocean Village Resort our home away from home. Nadina runs the place. She's super cool. Everybody else there are very you know, they're just friendly. They're super warm and we love the pool that they have there. We use it every day. They've grabbed a couple big barbecues for everybody to use now as well. You're right on Mackenzie Beach. We're talking like a, I don't know, 10, 15 minute bike ride into town at most. There's even this wicked little trail that you can walk from Ocean Village along Mackenzie. You hop over to Middle Beach and beyond. In fact, you can go right into town if you wanted to. It says, embrace the pace Enjoy the view on their website, no doubt. Two of my favorite things. OceanVillageResort.com, Ocean Village on Instagram. The Veer Union, currently on a U.S. tour. Their new album, Manifestations, approaching 4 million spins on Spotify. This one is called When the World Awakens. Come back to sleep again Why the future's fading The future's fading In the light we build a world of darkness Lost in our own ignorance And the fire is raging A fire is raging Yeah. 
Did you know that NASCAR have their races broadcast over 150 countries? They've been around since 1948. They're headquarters in Daytona Beach, Florida. Driver Brian Obedensky was born December 6, 84, and has been a fan of racing his whole life, deciding in his teens that he would pursue a life within NASCAR, and started his racing career in 1999. He was only 15. By 2015, Brian won 10 of 12 races en route to his first championship at Ace Speedway. The next year, 2016, Obi jumped to NASCAR Division II late models. He had one win, seven top five finishes, and was crowned Rookie of the Year. And when Brian was a guest, we talked about his rituals on race day. Everyone's got them. Seeing Metallica and 311 in concert, Anthony Bourdain's suicide came up. So did binge-watching Big Brother and cooking shows, especially anything with Gordon Ramsay. We talked about scary moments on the track. We talked family. And Brian shared what he remembers about his first NASCAR race. Listen to this. The first time, um, the butterflies. Yeah. You know, um, they put the window in up, you're in there, you're strapped in, you got your equipment on. But when you when you start the car and you're sitting in line and they're staging you, that's when it gets real. You know, there's there's no backing down there. <laughs> there's amazing safety in R and D and NASCAR does a does a great job of making sure that we continue to evolve the safety equipment. But there always is that chance that it could be the last time that you get in the car, you may never get out. Um, it's very rare, it's less and less. I love that fact, but that's 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 when it's real when it hits you when when you get to to high gear and that motor's cranking and it's shaking and the smells and the sounds that's when it's real man that's uh that's, that's some heavy stuff 
Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. You're listening to the best of episode of the Toddcast podcast. The Toddcast podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. Alex Marr and a cool song for him called Fallen to Earth. And maybe you caught one of his shows lately. I uh, was touring around a handful of places in BC. I think he was on the road for about a week and a half anyway, a couple of weeks probably. He's killer live if you hear of Alex playing near you. I played you a new song 
for Wild Dove, and it's called Come Back to Life. Speaking of great players, now here's Devin from this band. Makes it look easy. Great singer, writes great songs. He's obviously got a good band around him. Looking forward to seeing these guys live. Haven't heard of anything happening uh, just yet. I know that they played something uh, at Gilton Company earlier, I think it was last month, earlier last month. I had a couple friends go to that, and they said it was awesome. I honestly not surprised. Speaking of live music, you can find a list of a small list of indie shows happening uh, with the indie sh- scene at toddhancock.ca. If you're playing a show or maybe you're checking one out, let us know about it. We'll post it up at the website. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. They've got 40 plus years experience in the music industry. Great jam spaces. Every band that goes there absolutely loves it. Find out more through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, let's get to the final guest highlights of this episode 274 and some entertainment guests, all of whom are powered by Canuck Auctions, hockey cards, baseball cards, collectibles, comic books, some amazing rare finds at Canada's largest memorabilia and collectibles auction house. Find them online at canuckauctions.com. Now, number one best-selling author, certified psychic medium, Kimberly Toko was a guest in early March, and you heard her heartbreaking story. Amazing for her to share with us. In 2011, her then 13-year-old son took his own life, something that most parents don't even want to think about, let alone share the story and talk about it. She was open up to all sorts of topics as well. We talked about Star Wars and Star Trek, the Super Bowl, and this time, this the, the halftime this year with Dre and Snoop Dogg and Eminem. We talked about aliens, binging Loki, Boba Fett. We talked about deja vu and what it means to be a certified psychic medium. It's not necessarily what you think it means. Look, we all have the same gifts, all of us. We, I mean, you can't deny that at some point in your life, you had a deja vu moment. You can't deny that at some point in your life, you had like the spidey tingling, you know, things going on. There are things that happen in your life that are unexplainable. Some of us are, um, let's just say some people can sing better than others. Some of us are more tapped into those gifts than others. Sometimes it takes a horrible trauma hitting you like a sledgehammer that, Oh my God. And that that's happened several times in my life. But after my son, mm-hmm. I was determined to um, find out where he was because that's the worst part. Thinking that you will never see them again. Where are they? There's no way he's gone. And then there was all the little signs, which some of them I cover in my book that you can't deny. I'll tell you a quick little story about that. My son, it was 13, 13 was his Jersey number. Um, that that's just our thing. So I started looking for 13s, of course. Um, and I'd see them everywhere. They'd show up in weird places. And when I was writing my book, so this was 2019, uh, summer of 2019, I hesitated for a little bit on the ending. And I was like, I can't write this. I'm just, nobody will listen to it. And a client that I, it wasn't even my client, it was a partner's client, said from California, called me and said, hey, I found this old typewriter in my attic. And, you know, your, your friend said, you, you're an author and would you like it? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So when I saw him the next time he had this, it was covered in leather and 
he gave it to me. I was in a hurry. It was heavy. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I got home and I just like set it on the desk because I had other things to do. And the next morning I'm sitting there and I look over and it, it's like a 1917 typewriter. And on the cover stamped in the leather is the number 13. No. Finished the book, mom. I still have it. Yeah. Wow. That's the picture on the cover of the book too. So the typewriter. Hair, st- hair standing up, yeah. by the way. Yeah. There's so many things that come up and I actually dreamt of him dying twice before he, he took his life. So there's, wow. there is something and not everyone has the gift that they've tapped into, but it is in their DNA. So I, I, have, a, <laughs> I have a unique way of being able to look at a photograph of someone that has passed on. And yeah, I will get images, uh, shadows, words. I'm usually spot on. Mm. And so I went to Delphi Metaphysical University to expand on what they call deep channel work learning to uh, separate your imagination from what is a real channel. And when I say channel, it's, uh, it's like, think of, think of yourself, your higher self. Like there, we're down here in our body, but there is a part of us that is still, I believe, part of our soul that is up there, you know, multidimensional, we'll just mm-hmm. say. So it's really your higher self talking like, to everybody else up there is what I think. <laughs> you know, it's so almost hey, like it's a, it's a different plane or something, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I'm usually spot on. I'm very, very good with cards. I've always been good with cards. But here's the kicker. I was raised as Jehovah's Witness. So I ignored my gifts my entire life because you're not supposed to, right? With some religions. And um, when I'm finally able to do it after losing my son, I, I found out that, yeah, I have a real gift for it. I sometimes get premonitions. I write them down. I've, I have a recording all about the COVID vaccine. <laughs> Another reason I'm not taking it. Um, I, I knew that Facebook was going to shut down. Um, I, I have it all. I could send it to you. But when you start listening, it's there. It's there. And um, cards being certified in cards just means that you have studied the history of the tarot card and you understand that the tarot card is a guidance system. It does not predict your future. It can give you an idea of maybe where your path is going, but don't ever take what anyone says as your solid path. It's a guidance system. It's all it is. We had The Walking Dead, The Wire, the Orville actor, Chad L. Coleman, jumping on a Zoom with us in late March. He actually just fired up the Humble Hollywood podcast with Chad this month, and he's also in the remake of the 1977 miniseries Roots with Lawrence Fishburne in the cast as well. That is coming out on May 30th. We talked about his four years in the Army. Free Will came up, comic books, his love of football and basketball, curiosity, and you will love his career highlight. Yeah, uh, Broadway. I was on Broadway and the President uh, President Obama and uh, First Lady Michelle, they came to see the show. It was August Wilson, Joe Turner's Come and Gone. So that that's truly the, the highlight for me. Everything else is a uh, incredible blessing, but you know, I came from the theater, and so to be able to do August Wilson's work on Broadway, and not only that, uh, Mich- uh, uh, I'm sorry, um, uh, Merle Streep was with them, and uh, so the Secret Service snatched them up afterwards, and uh, Merle came backstage, and 
I just saw this woman coming towards me and she just kissed me in the mouth and she was crying and she said, you're an amazing actor. And I said, oh my God. And then that's when I was like, no, forget the president. You're the president of actors. So <laughs> thank wow. you for that experience. And she was explaining that the Secret Service had to snatch them up and that they wanted to come backstage. So that was that, that was the tops for me. And Rate My Skype Room co-creator Jesse Berry was a guest in early April, and no doubt you've seen their posts on social media. It's a, a simple idea, really, that kind of took off. Like over 410,000 people follow them on Twitter, which is really a mind blower when you find out that they'd only made the account since COVID paused the world. And a really interesting conversation with Jesse as well. Aliens, intelligent life forms came up, binging Ozark and Love is Blind, seeing the Kinks and Brian Adams in concert, Trump, the trucker convoy, climate change, extreme cold, extreme heat, Putin attacking Ukraine. We lived through just an intense couple years. I mean, if you think about it, we've had, for me, Trump was traumatic. For the world, he was pretty traumatic. So from Trump, the time I don't join Twitter the day after the election in 2016, oh. um, I had, I guess I had a profile before, but I, I went on Twitter, which ended up changing my life, obviously, in many ways. Yeah. Um, just um, a friend had said to me, you know, you're going to need help to deal with this trauma of Trump. And we didn't even know how bad it was. And what a, what a train wreck. I know. And he said, you know, you'll find like-minded people that are as upset on Twitter. Twitter's not like, you know, Facebook. It's very political and you might like it. <laughs> well, <laughs> fast forward six years. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we've had, I feel like uh, North America well, and the world has had one trauma after the other. So we've had, um, trauma might be too strong a word, but we've had Trump. We've had the pandemic. We've had um, you know, the clown convoy, we've now got World War III, we've had catastrophic climate change events um, in BC. So I feel Floodings like- and fires. And but, yeah, like it's just constant, like one after the other, you don't even really get a break. So yeah. for me anyway, I just have to turn that stuff off. Toddcast Podcast Entertainment Guest Visits are powered by Canuck Auctions, Canada's largest memorabilia and collectibles auction house. Find them online at CanuckAuctions.com.
freaking love the band, love the energy, love the vibe. They are called Cobra Ramon and a great song, Black Mountain, longtime buddies of the podcast. They've actually played a few shows for us over the years, even did one of those cheap thrill shows that we used to do. I guess we'll eventually get them fired up again, where I host from stage. We do the Q&A, get the acoustic performance. You get to ask questions as well in the audience. It's a very cool night and, you know, there's just so much fun. And Cobra Ramon was incredible in that type of setting. As we pause to wrap things up this week, episode 274, it's the best of the Toddcast. And thank you so much for being there, for listening, coming to check us out. Uh, my name is Todd Hancock. Please tell your friends about us. Word of mouth, of course, helps big time. You can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud. We're also on YouTube if you want to check out the videos. We post all videos up there as well. Comment and rate the podcast. It helps with search results and whatnot. Search it out through Toddcast podcast of course a big thanks to all of our excellent sponsors we straight up we couldn't do it without their support you can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca if you'd like to sponsor the podcast you can for as little as 10 bucks a day contact info is at the home page and keep in mind if you help us find a sponsor get paid for it we'll give you a commission based on the initial advertising campaign so if you know a business that maybe should partner with us talk to them then talk to us and we'll take it from there. Till next time, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark toddhancock.ca. 